welcome my amazing, beautiful humans to I Choose Me. I'm your host, Wendy Javier. I'm a motivator, a wellness coach, a guidance support to special needs families. I'm a mother of two fantastic boys, Ethan and Christian. Christian is 14 and Ethan is 18 and he's my special needs son. Yes, I can't believe I'm a mom of two teenagers. I am here to help you free your mindset. I am here to assist you in finding your joyful path to ease and abundance. I am here to show you the full potential that you so desire to have that you already have and you can't find. If you feel that you have a bigger purpose in this life, if you feel you are living on a merry-go-round day-to-day, if you want to master the law of attraction and have more abundance in your life, and if you know that procrastination is holding you back from the best version of you, Well, then, my friends, you're listening to the right podcast. I Choose Me is a fearless podcast that will work on changing your mindset and managing your thoughts to get you to the next level of you. It's about time we're here. What are you waiting for? Let's do it. Welcome back, everybody. Today's quick mention is going to be for Art Vicky. She is amazing. She does laser engraved and carved engraved and unique gifts and signs. She does engraved logos. I mean, the things she does are amazing. You have got to check out her page. I have personally bought so many amazing gifts from her and they're so unique. People always, always want to see more. So you can find Follow her on Facebook and, I, and IG under Art Vicky, or you can go into artvicky.com. That's Art, A-R-T, Vicky, V-I-C-K-I.com. She is located on 10 North Street, Middletown, New York, and she's also part of the Hudson Valley. And any other small businesses out there that need a shout out or a quick mention, please message me or comment, and I will get that done for you. So go check out Art Vicky. She does wonderful beautiful things. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Hello, everyone. Welcome to I Choose Me. Wendy Javier over here. Thank you for being back. It's a freezing day today out there, although it is a beautiful, gorgeous day, I may say. And uh, today's topic is going to be a little bit about moms and special needs children and how we live our lives. It has to do a little bit with last week's topic, why everything must hurt. So I'm just going to try to incorporate it into one session. And I just wanted to first and foremost say that I have a very, very, very high-end respect for the amazing parents of special needs children. As you know, I have my son, Ethan, who's 18 and is special needs. He's epileptic since he was six months old, and he is... A lot of wonderful things. He's nonverbal as well. He has a lot of other difficulties. But nonetheless, um, we see him with eyes of, you know, um, amazingness, I would say, right? He's an amazing joy to have. And so is my other child. Christian is 14 and he is not special needs. But I have to say that I have a really different respect for parents of special needs children because we really, 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 really have it tough. And it's hard to try to live a quote-unquote normal life, as we call it, whatever that means for you guys, right? And try to have a job, try to have friends, try to have a relationship, try to have 
family, try to have your other child and have an engagement with the other child as well. That's not special needs. It really is difficult. It really is difficult. Sometimes I don't know how I do it. So I just want to say that I have the deepest respect for every single special, special needs child out there and know that I am with you 100%. I feel you. I've hit rock bottom. I've had joyful days. I've had days when they're not so joyful and there are days of depression, right? And sad and anxiety and so many other issues that come about. But I want to show you that not everything has to make you feel like that. And you have to work on yourselves which is why I started doing all this coaching and I started learning and educating myself because I also had a point in my life where I really, really hit rock bottom. And I'm going to go back a little bit so I can share my story. I had many issues prior to my pregnancy when I um, got pregnant with Ethan. And I also had many issues while I was pregnant. I had placenta previa. I was sent to bed at four months pregnant. I uh, couldn't do anything. Um, he wasn't breathing very well in there. And tons of things happen, right? At that point, you're not even thinking of anything because first of all, I was first time mom and I knew nothing. Like literally I knew nothing. I was 28 years old. And I was living my life prior to that, you know, like I was at like the top of the mountains. And when my son was born, he was born normal. Everything, I was just with a C-section because obviously he wasn't breathing well. What I'm saying is he looked normal, meaning normal as we call it. He didn't seem to have any issues, any health concerns. Um, he was breathing normal after he was born. And um, then he started developing signs of autism, which at the time I knew nothing about. I was uneducated in the topic. And um, I started to notice signs of him being antisocial. He would play by himself. He would do things that were odd for me. Like he would line up all his toys. And if God forbid there was a toy missing, he would have a major breakdown, right? Um, he would climb everywhere. Um, I remember we having to buy one of those puppy um, cages and like attaching them to the windows because we were afraid he would he would like go through the windows through the glass. We lived on a second floor back then, and it was really hard. And I kept saying to myself, "My God, this is what having a child is." You know, it was like I was just devastated. I, I couldn't deal with the emotional part. I couldn't deal with grasping what was happening to me, what was happening to him. At the time, I didn't really know what was going on, but I could see there were traces of things that were not normal for me, right? Um, and normal for me would have been how I saw my um, cousins, because I used to take care of my little cousins when they were small. And it was nothing like it. My son was so hyperactive and he, he, he was just not what to me was normal, you know, because I didn't know what I know today. So 
things started to develop. And one day my brother says, you know, you should go get a, a, a psychological done. And I looked at him and like, my son is, he's fine. He doesn't have any issues, you know, because you start to kind of not admit the issues you're looking at, although they're in front of you. But I decided to go and uh, go with that advice. And I'll never forget it. I had to travel to the city and I had this psychiatrist tell me my son was mentally retarded. And I will never forget that day. It still brings tears to my eyes. And I said, my son is not mentally retarded and you don't know what you're doing. You don't know your job. How can you tell a parent their son is mentally retarded? Who even uses that word, right? So I left, took my kid and um, started researching and looking up information and started reading about autism and started reading about so many things. And I got to a point where I didn't know what to do. The schools wouldn't help. I felt they weren't doing their work. I just felt like my whole world was collapsing. I, at that moment, prior to that, we had already been dealing with epilepsy since he was six months old. So I was already dealing with the epilepsy issue, which had to educate myself, had to figure it out, had to get medication, had to see so many um, neuro neurologists, right? And now I'm dealing with autism and I'm just like, what is going on? And at one point you start thinking, this is your fault. Guys, it is not your fault. We have no control over this, right? So you start feeling this depression that comes out of nowhere because you can't help your child. It's something you have to deal with to understand it where you have a situation, you have an illness, you have a disability, and you can't even help your own child. You start feeling useless. What kind of mother can't help their child? It's sad. And at that moment, instead of helping my child, right, I was so hurt because I blamed everything, everything and everyone and myself for everything that was happening to my son instead of trying to help my son, right? It took me a very long time. It took me getting fired from two jobs, locking myself in a bathroom, not eating, um, vomiting every other hour of the day because I was so sick to my stomach. Um, all I had was just coffee all day long. And one day, out of nowhere, I said to myself, I had enough. I can't be locked up in this room, in this bathroom, and not help my child. At the moment, at that moment, my mom was helping with my child and my husband. And I decided that I would get up and go face my reality, which is my beautiful child, and give him the best that I can while we are here alive, right, in this world. And I started researching and looking up information and educating myself, and I took so many classes, and I grew, and I grew so much, and I did so many things for him, all right, that I look back now, and I'm, I think to myself, wow, I can't believe I did all of that. I was a nurse. I did things as a nurse that I didn't even know I could accomplish. I did things as a mother that I look back and I'm just like, wow, I did that. My son is who he is today because I did that. So 
it's time to grow, my friends. We all have situations that we have to deal with and that we have to, they burn. We have to deal with them all day, every day. And it burns. The hurt is so big. You just want to like lock yourself up and not even see the world, not even deal with the external stuff going out there. Right. And I felt it. And when I look behind me, I know there are situations that are worse than mine. And that's what makes me say, I'm not going through anything. This is nothing compared to what other people are dealing with, right? Some people are dealing with death of a child. I couldn't possibly imagine that. Some people are dealing with illnesses that their children will never come out of, will never get better from. I'm dealing with autism I'm dealing with epilepsy. We have done the best we can as a family to help our child. And now it's time to help yourself because you can't continue to live depressed and sad because you can't help your children that way. And it only took me a very long time to realize that. Guys, you're important in that child's life. Without you being happy, without you feeling joyful, without you showing them that you're there for them and you're capable of doing anything and everything to get on top of that mountain and over it, to achieve the results you want with your children, you must love yourself first. You can't love your child without loving yourself first because then you can't help them. I was there once, and I swore never to go back there again. It is very painful. But if we don't deal with the pain and don't deal with the emotional, the anxiety, the depression, we have to deal with those things. We have to go through those things in order to get out and release every emotion that comes about. Having a special needs child is hard. It is not easy. There were times that I lost my cool. There were times when I beat myself up because I said, I am a horrible mom. I just yelled at my child. And all that, it hurts me. It still hurts me because I did not want to be that way. You know, I was trying to do the best that I could. And I know there's so many of us that do the same thing. And that's the reason I'm here, to let you know that you're amazing. You're a fantastic parent. Your family's fantastic for helping you. There's no words to describe how amazing you truly are. Give yourself that because you deserve it. My child, I would give anything for my child to get better. But it doesn't work that way, right? All I can do is help him, kind of guide him, give him therapy, give him medication, right? Try to give him better nutrition. Try to help him the best way that I would help, like the best way you can possibly help. 
right? Just like if it was you, you're taking care of yourself, you would take care of your children. And then you've got the husband, and then you've got the other child. And it becomes hard because you don't really give anybody 100% of your time, right? You kind of leave your other child on the sidelines because you got to take care of the special needs child. And then that's when problems start to happen because that other child starts to feel neglected, right? Now that other child has not special needs or children. Some of you have two or three children, right? So it starts to become really, really hard. And that's when you realize, you know, my relationship has gone down the drain with my partner. 99% of the people that have special needs children don't make it together. They don't last. It breaks one person or the other because sometimes the other person is not there mentally, right? And then there's no communication because you don't understand each other. You don't agree with things. And it's just the relationship starts to kind of diminish, you know, and it breaks. And that's why the majority of people that have special needs children are divorced or separated or something, right? Then you have the children and you have the moms and the grandmothers. And it's very difficult because you come across a lot of people in your life and it's mostly family and they don't understand. They don't understand what you're dealing with. Even if they try, they don't understand. You're the one dealing with it. So I've had to um, put a lot of people in their places and a lot of people who are family. And it's been hard to do, but I've had to do it. Because at the end of the day, my friends, you are the driver of your vehicle. Nobody can sit here and tell you what you're going through, what you're dealing with, even if they can possibly imagine it. You're dealing with it. Okay? So when, some, when you feel someone is attacking you, when you feel someone doesn't understand you, it's completely okay to say, you know what? You're absolutely right. That's the way you think. This is the way I think. And I think it's best for us to move on. Because if you don't do that and you start listening to what other people have to say and you continue to live there and live there and live there, you will be miserable. You will not be able to help your children. You have to start thinking as a different person. You have to start remembering that you are an amazing powerhouse that had this child, is dealing with this child, the sleepless nights, the temper tantrums, right? The head banging because they can't speak, some of them, right? The trauma, all that only you are dealing with in that child. So please... Don't find yourself stuck in a place where you don't belong. Family is never going to understand you because they're not you. They're going to imagine it. They can give you a helping hand and you definitely want to take that because trust me, you got to accept help. You just can't accept the judgment because you have to remember that all those people that judge you, they're judging themselves. They also have their demons and issues. And they're never going to see it. They're different generations. You're educated. You're getting yourself help. You're getting your help for your children, for your family. 
but you also need time for you. It is very hard, very hard. Nonetheless, guys, you've got to endure the pain. Go through the process and let it be. Okay? I did that when I hid in that room and drank coffee all day long, got fired from work twice, and I did not want to talk to anyone. I was processing the hurt. Just like there's a grieving process, there's a hurt process. You have to let it flow and let it pass. I would never sit here and tell someone, oh, you have to get rid of that. No, you can't release hurt. It can't get, it can't, it can't soothe out, right? It can't get better if you don't allow yourself to, to feel it, to burn it, you know, burn in it, let it, let it hurt, let it, let it, you know, cry if you must endure it so that you can release it. And let me, let me just remind everyone, you're always going to have some sort of pain. We are here living in this planet. So we must endure some form of pain. And if we don't endure pain, if we don't deal with pain, if we don't come across pain, we can never connect with another human being because that's where the self-compassion, the caring, the love comes about, right? If you go through life and you don't endure pain, you're never going to know what any of those things are. And you're never going to become the, the amazing human being you are today, right? Now my son is 18 and now I look at it still to two years ago during COVID, he had a massive brain surgery, 10 hours in surgery. Worst, worst day of my life, I have to say. Um, and I... I'm not dealing with a lot of circumstances that I was living with when he was a younger child, but I'm still living with a lot of them, right? But it gets easier. That's all I have to tell you. It gets easier because you start to kind of figure out the ways of, you know, working with your child, trying to organize your day. I'm very organized. So from the moment he gets up to the moment he goes to sleep, we have a whole agenda, right? And, um, He's kind of used to it now, right? Seven o'clock comes and that kid runs upstairs because he knows it's time to go to sleep, right? It's like he has his own internal clock. Uh, he wakes up at 5.30 in the morning, Monday through Sunday, but he takes a nap during the day, you know what he eats, you know, so you everybody has their own um, agenda and their own, you know, organized days and weeks and months for their kids and with their kids because they're so used to this, right? Organization, guys, is a big, I'm going to give you a big hint. Organization is a big thing with special needs children. You've got to organize. If you don't organize from the moment they're up to the nighttime, you're going to be a mess because they need that. And you need that to have mental clarity, to have some peace, to be able to do your work and be productive, you know, I, I have people who come up to me and tell me, Hey, how do you do all this? How do you even do all this? How do you do all this with your children? You know, with your jobs, with your, with, with your, you know, businesses, how do you do all this? And I, you know, it's simple. I just do it. I organize myself a certain way that I can fit every single thing in my plate, you know, and then I take a day off. I take off Fridays religiously every Friday because that's my self-care day. It's not all day. I take off maybe the morning through maybe like three o'clock in the afternoon, right? I do things for myself that day. 
no work, just things for myself. Because we all need that. You need to take care of yourself in order to take care of your child. If I don't go, if I don't take a nap, if I don't go to sleep, if I don't sleep well, I can't take care of my son. If I'm not, if I don't have good nutrition, I don't have the strength to give my son a bath who's 18 years old, who needs 24-7 care. Get it? So you have to take care of yourself first before you can take care of them or so you can take care of them. And people don't understand that. It took me a very long time to understand that I have to heal my body inside out and my mental state in order to be able to provide for my family, in order to be able to survive this. And what I'm going through is nothing compared to what other people are going through. But yes, the pain is there. And the questions come about, why did this happen? Is this my fault? Whose fault is it? You know, how does it even happen? How does, how do you, how, how can we not know where this comes from? Right? You start asking all these questions that are always never, I mean, they're always unanswered. You're never going to have an answer because it's one of those things that you just don't know. You don't know what happened. Right? Some things are like that. And it's best not to think about it because then that's when all the emotional feelings and all the emotional addictions come in. Right? So please, guys, if you have a situation with anything, but if you have a special needs child or an adult in your life that you need clarity and that you need to speak to someone, please reach out to me. It's difficult. It is hard. But I can tell you this, okay? It's all in the mind. It's all how you think about it how you access it, how the frequencies in your head are, how your whole being is, and how well you're nourishing your body. It's all in the mind. It's all in the thought. Even when there's a circumstance that you know it's going to end up not good, right? Bad. But it's all in the mind how you deal with it. Because our children are precious. And we're precious because we're taking care of them. Our families are precious because they're supporting us. So please remember, it all starts with a thought. It all starts with you, how you carry yourself. It's how much love you're going to give that child and your other child and your other children and your family. It starts with you. Please implement a self-care day or part of the day if you can. And this is the reason why I got into healthcare many years ago, because I wanted to help other families. And I did help a lot of families. I've helped so many individuals with getting help at home. I've helped them with pointing them in the right direction. Because you know what? I wish I had someone that could have guided me back then. And nobody did. Everyone I asked, they knew nothing. They couldn't even give me a straight answer. I had to educate myself, get information, gather information, take courses and more courses and more courses so that I can help my child. So if you need any help, any assistance, please email me. Send me a message because I'm here for you. I'm here to show you that you can do so much better than where you're at mentally right now. It's time, guys. You need to get up 
and have some time for you too because you deserve it. You have achieved things that people haven't in ages. You have become not just a mother, a masterpiece of a mother. In my eyes, you have. So please take care of yourselves. Let that pain hurt. Ride it. Just don't live in it forever. Don't live in it forever. And it's going to come and it's your job to deviate from there. Because you can't live in that forever. You have better things to do. You have better things to master for your children, for you and your families. I love you. You're in my heart and be well and we'll connect again next week. Thank you for listening to I Choose Me. Ciao, ciao. Bye.